Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is James Clear, and he's giving his thoughts on habit for me. The biggest thing that stood out to me was that he has a list of non-negotiable habits. He mentions his top habits that he must do, but I think the largest thing that stands out to me is that he has a non-negotiable habits list in the first place. I think his list is great, but it really put habit making into perspective for me. After listening to this, I created my non-negotiable habits and it has become my go-to to-do list. I think non-negotiable habits are great ways to make sure you're living your life the way you want to. Habits can be small in the beginning, but it's the continuation of them that allows them to have profound lasting effects. Habits are the foundation for discipline. Do you have non-negotiable habits? If not, write them down, get started, and start living life on your terms. As usual, the link to the video is in the description. If you like today's episode or the podcast in general, leave us a review wherever you listen and enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So give me the, let's, let's bust the myth of how many days it takes to set a habit. If you do something every single day, and maybe it changes for each person, but what's the science or the, uh, the statistics say about how long it takes to form a positive or negative habit? I guess. So 21 days is the thing you hear all the time, 30 days, 100 days, whatever. Right now, 66 days is making the rounds. There was one study done that found that 66 days was the average uh, for how long it takes. And as a rule of thumb, I don't think it's terrible. Like you should remind yourself, yeah, this is gonna be months of work. It's not just gonna yeah. be something quick. But even within that study, the range was quite wide. So if you did something simple, like drink a glass of water at lunch each day, it would take like three weeks. If you yeah. did something more difficult, like go for a run after work every day, that would be like seven or eight months. Well, the honest answer to how long it takes to build a new habit is forever. Because if you stop, then it's no longer a habit. It's a constant choice and a decision, right? Sometimes people ask like, oh, how can I double my productivity or something like that? And you'll see articles like that all the time, like follow this one five minute trick to double your productivity. But the real answer to most of that stuff is like, get eight hours of sleep a night, exercise, don't eat like crap, and then instantly you have this boost of productivity yeah, and motivation. Exactly. I mean, you have energy. The fundamentals are covered 90% of it. Yeah, exactly. What are the five non-negotiable habits for you on a daily basis? For me specifically, uh, I think there are a few core habits that are gonna serve everybody and certainly serve me well. So exercise is a huge one. Um, I don't do it daily, but I exercise, I train four times a week. Yeah. And I feel like if I didn't exercise, I don't know that I would be an entrepreneur. Like I don't know if I could handle the psychological roller coaster without the physical outlet. The other, the ultimate meta habit is reading. Because if you build a habit of reading, you can solve pretty much any other problem. You know, you want to learn how to be a better podcaster, you can read about that. You want to right. learn how to meditate, you can read about that. You want to learn how to make more money, you can read about that. Um, and so what you need is to develop a habit of reading, and then whatever problem you're facing at the time, you, can, you have a method for solving it. Writing, for me, is huge. I don't actually know what I think about something until I write about it. Huh. 
I find that if you get your I, ideas, you get it out. If you ask me something right now that I haven't written about before, what is really happening is I'm just talking my emotions. So what I mean is that you'll ask me something and I'll get an implicit feeling about what what that topic is. I'll have some intuition, a gut feeling about it, and I'll say whatever that feeling is driving me to say. But I don't actually know if that's what I really think, what I deeply think, until I have the time to sit down, the write it out, logically go through it. Because a lot of the time, you know, if you would ask me the same question next week, I might have a different feeling at that time. So I'm talking different emotions. So I think I actually need to, to have time to sit with it a little bit and write, write it through to learn mm, what I actually okay. When your body is moving, it's very hard for you, one, to not be active mentally. Like if you think about someone who's shut down mentally, what does their body language look like? They're usually closed Dead. off, their yeah. arms, like they're sitting, they're not moving very much. Try to be closed off mentally and be dancing physically. It's very hard to do. If your body is moving right. like that, it's really hard for your mind to be shut down. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. It kind of gets like the juices flowing. I wonder about your non-conscious mind being like a bottleneck sometimes. And so if you're, if you're moving, if you're walking, it gives your non-conscious mind something to do. So you're like, it gets out of the way. And now you can actually like have this stuff arise or think um, in a different way than if you're sitting. The winners and losers in a particular domain often have the same goals. Like, every Olympian wants to win a gold medal. Sure. Uh, every job candidate wants to get the job. So if the winners and the losers have the same, the same goal, then the goal cannot be the thing that distinguishes the two. And the thing that distinguishes them is the process and the system behind the goal. Achieving a goal often only changes your life for the moment. So, like, you know, say you're... Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just take like a simple example. Say you have a messy room, you know, and you set, you get motivated and you set the goal to clean your room. Well, you can do that in an hour and then you have a clean room. But if you don't change the sloppy habits that led to a messy room in the first place, then you just end up with a dirty room again. Yeah. So it's like treating a symptom without treating the cause. And um, habits are, are a better solution in that case because if you fix the inputs, the outputs fix themselves automatically, right? You don't have to fight uh, to have a clean room if you have clean habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's true in a larger sense as well, right? Yeah. People want outcomes. They want to earn more money or lose weight or be more productive or reduce stress. But the outcome is not the thing that needs to change. It's the system that proceeds. Where you want to be? I think that your habits are the way that you embody an identity, right? So like each time you uh, make your bed, you embody the identity of someone who is clean and organized. Each time you go to the gym, you embody the identity of someone who is fit. Each time you sit down to write, you embody the identity of a writer. So you can sort of think of it as like each behavior casts a vote for the type of person that you want to become. And if you cast enough votes for that type of identity, you start to believe that about yourself, right? Like if you you go to church for 20 years, you believe that you're religious. You study Spanish every Tuesday for 30 minutes, you believe that you are studious. Um, so in that way, your habits provide evidence of your desired identity. And I think that that is probably the ultimate reason that habits are so important. You could practice something once in 30 days, or you could practice it a thousand times. What actually leads to a habit becoming automatic and becoming learned and ingrained is repetition. So. The phrase that I like to use is not 21 days or 30 days, but put in your reps. I mean, that, that's the real thing is you need to you need to practice. And if you put in your reps, then your brain starts to automate how that process works. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so that's the second part, the cue and then the desired craving. habits, yeah. right? The craving. Cue, craving, response, reward. Okay, and what's the response? So this is mostly about making it easy. Um, so this is the habit itself. And the easier a habit is, the less friction there's associated with the habit, the more likely you're going to be to do it. So... The way that I like to describe this, imagine you have like a hose, right? And there's a bend in the middle. 
there's a little bit of water trickling out. If you want to increase the amount of water going through the hose, you have two options. You could either crank up the valve uh, and force more water through, or you could just remove the bend and let it flow through naturally. And a lot of the time, advice is centered on cranking up the valve. It's like you need to try harder, you need grit, you need perseverance, you need motivation, you need to overcome the obstacles in your life. And all those things are fine, but I think they're all short-term solutions. You might be able to do that for a day or a week, but I've never consistently seen someone stick to positive habits in a negative environment. It's really hard to fight that day in and day out. Mm -hmm. So uh, the solution, I think, is to reduce friction. And there are a ton of ways you can do this. Um, one way is just to scale the habit down, make it as easy as possible. Master the art of showing up. Like I had a, I had a reader who ended up losing over 100 pounds. And one of the things that he did was he went to the gym, but he wasn't allowed to stay for longer than five minutes. So he would show up, be there, do like half an exercise. Five minutes would go, he'd leave. He did this for like six weeks. Wow. Now, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds silly because it's like, the opposite. Well, just work out for a half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what he was doing was mastering the art of showing up. And a habit must be established before it can be improved. Right? If you don't establish the habit, there's nothing to optimize. If you're not showing up at the gym every day, you don't even, who cares about what workout you're doing? You're not even there. Don't start running an hour a day if you've never run in a long time. Be the person who shows up and puts their running shoes on every day before you worry about how far you're running, what kind of workout you're doing, and all that type of stuff. I think that the more sustainable strategy, the more reliable strategy, is to scale it down to the first two minutes, focus on that, establish it, master the art of showing up, and then go from there. Usually when people think about building better habits, they optimize for the finish line, right? It's like, how much weight do I need to lose? How much money do I need to make? Um, you know, how, when can I finish this book? It's all focused on the result. But I think instead, if you optimize for the starting line, make it as easy as possible to start, scale it down, uh, organize your environment so that all that stuff is set up. This is another strategy for making it easy, which is that you can prime your environment to make the future action easier, right? Like if you chop up a bunch of vegetables and fruit on Sunday, it's now easier to have a healthy snack during the week. If you set your workout clothes out the night before, it's now easier to get into the workout the next day. But doing all that stuff to make it easy to show up, that is probably the more important piece early on. It's true, like habits can help you earn more money or be more productive or lose weight. Um, and all that stuff is great. But in addition to the external results that habits provide, they also shape your sense of self. They like are the, the engine or the avenue through which you learn to believe things about yourself. Like sometimes people will say stuff like, fake it till you make it. But fake it till you make it is asking yourself to believe something without evidence for it. And you can do that for a little while. You could do it for a day or a week. But eventually, I mean, there's a word for beliefs that don't have evidence behind them. It's delusion, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're deluding yourself, then eventually you give up on that. But the power of doing a better habit each day or casting a little vote for that type of person is that now you have evidence to root your belief in. Every day, I try to leave my phone in another room outside of my office at least until lunch because then I get like a four-hour block of time in the morning uh, where I can just work without any right. distraction. Yeah. And um, it's funny how quickly you don't, like, if my phone was on me in the morning, I would check it, like, you know, every five minutes or whatever. But when it's out of the room, I don't even find myself wanting to, I never walk up the stairs to go check it, even though it's only 30 seconds right. away. Wow. So it's, it's interesting how um, little we actually want to do these things, but we just do them all the time because they're obvious and easy. And I think the key is to invert that. Take the things that are the bad habits, the distractions, the procrastinations, the unproductive uses of time, and make them more invisible, reduce exposure, and less, uh, less easy to do. 
and take the things that are good habits and make it the equivalent of having your phone on you all the time, mm. right? Make it right in front of you, make it obvious, make it easy, make it um, yeah. you know, frictionless. Hey, it's me again. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like this episode and want to hear more just like it, subscribe and tune back in Monday through Friday to hear more of the show. Thanks for listening again and have a great day. Thank you.